Welcome, welcome, fellas, to the Captain Saver Bro Show, episode 40. How to spot a slut. How to spot a promiscuous woman. Let's get it. Y'all see I got my hoodie down. I got the shades on. I got to hide my face because we're going to get deep on this one. They're going to be mad at me. But, hey, fuck it. Somebody got to do it, right? You know, Captain Saver Bro is here to save the day. Guys, first, before we get into the game, this episode is brought to you by Seduction Mastery. That's right, Seduction Mastery, my new program coming out on May 15th, and it's only going to be available for five days from May 15th through May 19th. So you want to get on the wait list right now at theseductionmastery.com or click the link in the bio, the chat, the description, wherever you see this at. Um, when you get this program, you get my brand new course, Seduction Mastery, which goes deep, deep, deep into female psychology male psychology, and how to seduce different types of women. I get dark, I get deep, I go no holes barred, fuck the rules, I got to do it because women need to be, women want that emotional connection, women want to be stimulated by hook or by crook. The thing is, people, I don't teach the dark stuff publicly because people will take the dark stuff and, you know, use it for bad. They'll take the information and use it to, you know, mistreat people. That's when you give shit away for free. You have, you know, you run the risk of all types of people getting access to your material. Um, but women want this type of shit. They just don't want to be taken advantage of. So I, I went there in this course. Just know that, you know, but I'm going to give you 15 plus female personality types or female archetypes and how to seduce them. Um, I'm going to give you Tons and tons of seducer styles, seducer profiles that you can adopt to your character and adapt based on the type of woman that you have. And I'm also going to give you seduction strategies and seduct seduction tips. So this course is going to be huge and it's going to be long. It's, it's a lot. I put a lot into this. This is my mo most robust work yet. So you get that course, Seduction Mastery. But that ain't it. You get how to make a woman fall in love with you. What's seduction without love? I'm gonna teach you how to. I'm gonna teach you how to to create the love that you need and that the woman need. I'm gonna teach you how to create that. A lot of guys think love is just luck. No, love is not luck. You have to create love and you have to maintain it. And I'm gonna teach you how to do just that. So now you're gonna learn how to stimulate your woman, um, how to stimulate her emotions to get her addicted. And I'm gonna also teach you that love. So you get seduction mastery, you get how to make a woman fall in love, and you get how to vet women properly. How to vet women properly. Well, what's the point in having a woman on the hook and having a woman in love with you or being in love with a woman or loving a woman and it's the wrong woman? So I'm going to teach you how to vet women thoroughly and how to vet women properly. You're also going to get, um, we do webinars, um, previous webinars, you know, uh, from from previous Launches and previous releases, uh, releases, not leeches, uh, releases. Um, we have experts come in and they respect the fields and they give games. So you're gonna get access to these um, webinars, such as how to take a woman's soul. You know, when you can explore the deep, dark, deep, dark depths of a woman's soul and how to 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 get inside her and take her soul, so she can basically worship the ground you walk on. You're going to get that. That's a few hours long. You're going to get how to have threesomes. Um, so it's a, a webinar program. We teach how to have threesomes, sexual bedroom game, and the whole nine. 
We also go. Um, I'm also gonna give you seduction, sexual sexual seduction, and bedroom mastery, right? And in this program, we're gonna talk about seducing sexually and seducing in the bedroom and the romance game and seducing there and getting a woman's mind hooked on sex and 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 you know that whole s- taking our soul sexually. That's that's about four hours. That's my favorite one. We're gonna give you that one. And if you're on the wait list. And you get the program. If your name is on the wait list, I'm going to throw in another bone for you. I'm going to give you my, my program, Breaking the Modern Woman, teaching you how to remove the shell, remove the guard of the modern woman so she can let her, her, her guard down and be the feminine woman that she's designed to be. So you don't want to sleep on that. So you get seduction mastery, how to make a woman fall in love with you, how to vet women properly, how to take a woman's soul, how to have threesomes, sexual seduction and bedroom mastery, and breaking the modern woman all for the price of one. Uh, the price of one, and if that's not enough, you get sixty days free of the Players Club, and if that's not enough, you get eight support meetings for the seduction mastery course. So, um, every week we're going to meet via Zoom and give support based on the material that's in the course because it's very deep. And if there's things that you don't don't understand or you have further questions on, we're going to meet once a week for eight weeks. It's like an accountability meetings and, and, and learning and, and, and things like that. And we're going to do that for eight weeks. You need to be on the wait list. It's going to be all this. You get it for the price of one. Get on the wait list at the seductionmastery.com. Seductionmastery.com or click the link in the chat, the bio, the profile, wherever you see this at. Enrollment opens on May 15th through May 19th. Make sure you're on the wait list. Also, guys, I want you guys to follow me on all social media platforms at kingdreism.com, K-I-N-G-D-R-E-I-S-M. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, all of, the, pra- all of the, the platforms. I'm on all of the platforms at kingdreism. If you want to watch the long-form content, such as these podcasts, you go on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube and type in Captain, the Captain Saver Bro Show, and I'll come right up. Guys, leave me a comment, leave me thoughts, leave me suggestions for shows. Leave them in the comments and give me a rating. We want to get this podcast ranked high. This is the best podcast out, period. Yeah, I don't have all the guests and I don't have all the bimbo hoes and all that, but ain't nobody spitting this type of game. And ain't nobody waking you, giving you this real shit and waking you up. And not only waking you up, giving you actionable steps and actionable solutions um, that you can use and implement to up your game. I'm not just feeding your soul with 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 fear and and speaking to your emotions about women ain't this and women ain't that. Women ain't that. I actually give you solutions. You see what I'm saying? So we got to get the word out, guys. I'm a one man band, and you know I'm doing this for y'all. I, I, every day I go wake up to do this for y'all, guys. So y'all help me spread the word. Captain Saver Bro Show on Spotify, YouTube. And um, Apple Music. I'm on Google Podcasts and a bunch of other ones, but I don't, I don't know those. But um, anyway, guys, we back. My apologies. We missed last week. My son had surgery on his back, so I was in the hospital with my son. He's home now, and he's recovering. So we back to spit this game. You understand what I'm saying? Um, we're going to be here every week. And if you guys have any suggestions on things that you'd like me to talk about, you can email me, send me a message on Instagram, or just drop your suggestions in the comments. But that's enough of that, guys. Let's get straight into this G-A-M-E. Let's get straight into this game. 
let's get into it. Let's get into what y'all came to see. We gonna talk about hoes. Let's just talk about hoes. Can we talk about hoes? Hoes. I don't love them. That's that Wayne off that Carter. I think it's the Carter one. Yeah, the Carter one. That was that. That was that jam. That was I was in the streets head first. Let's just talk about hoes. Let's talk about hoes today, fellas. That's what y'all want, right? Let's get it. Let's get it. So, how to spot a slut. How to spot promiscuous women. So not only am I about to teach you how to spot promiscuous women, I'm going to teach you how to spot women who used to be promiscuous. Ah, <laughs> you see, see, they ain't doing that for you. Because I know a lot of you guys have this thing with the body counts. A lot of you guys have a thing with not wanting to date hoes or not wanting to date women who've been ran through or, or who have high mileage. And I don't blame you. You're not wrong for that. Don't let the world shame you. Don't let the world make you feel bad or feel guilty because you would prefer a woman who don't have as much baggage. That's nothing wrong with that. That's actually sane and that's healthy. You understand? Now, if you don't care about it, that don't mean anything's wrong with you either. You understand what I'm saying? There's some guys who don't care and there's some guys who do. I would like us guys to stop beating each other over the heads about our preferences. Now, now, if, if you're doing things that contribute into, you know, the denigration of society, meaning being a simp and, and, and making women, your behavior makes women think that it's okay to treat men bad and putting up with a woman's bullshit, that's one thing. But your, your, your choices and who you date, if you choose to date a single mother, we need to stop beating men across the head because that's the choice that they made. You understand what I'm saying? You know, there's, there's a difference. So we have to learn how to discern when is the right time to correct a brother and when is, you know, a time to live and let live. You understand what I'm saying? But a lot of guys would rather not be with hoes and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's natural, really. Um, I think that that's natural. I'm going to get in, I'm going to touch in on that a little bit more in a second. Um, you know, but this, this, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, it, it's, I'll get into that. But first and foremost, first and foremost, what is a hoe? What is a promiscuous woman? What is a hoe? Well, a hoe is any woman who's sleeping with more than one man at a time. So if me and a woman is talking and we fuck, right? Me and this woman fuck. We have sex. We smash, right? And the next day, she smash somebody else. That is a hoe. She's promiscuous. And usually when women do things like that, that's not a one-off thing. That's not a thing that just happens once. They do it for a phase or they do it for a period. Or some women, as um, my man MLD calls them, turbo hoes, they are just lifelong sluts. A lot of women don't stay in whole phases for long. They only be, you know, a couple years, six months, a year, two years, three years, from 18 to 22, 23 or whatever. But they realize that that attention seeking or whatever they whatever reason they got into that they realize that that guys fucking them and leaving them is not the answer and that doesn't feel good and so they typically don't return but um you know if a woman does something like that she typically that's just the way that she's living and if a woman is sleeping with more than one man at the same time then that is a hoe now if, a, if I'm dating a woman me and her date for 2 3 months I hit her, I quit her, 
I hit her, we dating, I don't like her, and I move on. And she's like, oh, what the fuck? And she start dating somebody else, and they get intimate. I don't think that that makes a woman a hoe. You understand what I'm saying? But if that woman goes on a date with me, we smash, we fuck, boom. But then she has a boyfriend, too, that she lives with. She's a hoe. If she's married, she's a hoe. If she's single and dating and she's fucking me and then fucking this dude tomorrow or next week or whatever, she's a hoe, period, right? A hoe don't necessarily mean, you know, a woman with 10 plus bodies or something because a woman can be 40 and lost her virginity when she was eight and been in relationships all her life. Well, you know, been in four, five fucking relationships over the past, what, uh, 20 something years. That that really don't make a woman a hoe. It's, it's basically body to time ratio. You see what I'm saying? So if a woman is 30 with 10 bodies or 30 with five bodies, come on. But if a woman is 18 with five bodies, you understand what I'm saying? Um, me personally, I think anything, anything over a year, anything over them averaging one guy a year is a little bit, you know, that's a little bit, ah, we pushing it, right? Anything over a woman sleeping with one guy a year. Because to me, I, I, I go based on like the way our bodies and nature is right, and a woman can only get pregnant once. Well, she can get pregnant however many times she have an abortion, but a woman can only have one child a year, right? And I don't think it's in the best interest interest of the children that a woman sleeps around, right? Because we got to know who the daddy is. So anything over one guy per year, average, you you tinkering along the lines of whoredom and whore shit. You understand what I'm saying? Um. Now, me personally, I'm not super big on, uh, I'm not super big on, oh, she has to have only two guys or she got to be a virgin or she got to uh, have this. I'm, I'm not super big on that. Now, if if I met a woman and I met two women and they were the exact same, the exact same, they fit, uh, met, you know, met my needs the same, whatever. They were the exact same, and one had a low body count, a very low body count, and one had a high body count. I would obviously choose the woman with the low body count. However, I'm not a guy who places that much emphasis on that so long as the woman treats me well and so long as she's stable in here. You understand? Now, these chicks that be on Fresh and Fit that be like, oh, I had sex with or, or that other show, whatever podcast, oh, I had sex with seven dudes in one night and all that. Not that type of shit. That's turbo horse shit. That's, that's mental health issues at that point. That's, you know, when, when people are hypersexual like that, that's leaning towards mental health issues, and that's too deep for me. But a woman who had a little phase in college and shit, or she went through a little phase when she was 18, 19, 20, 22, she was at the clubs, attention horn and all that shit, I can, I, I, I can deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's just me personally, right? But that's what a hoe is. A hoe is a guy, I mean a woman, who's sleeping with more than one man at a time. Now, let's go to the question. Are all women hoes? Right? Are all women hoes? No. I don't believe that all women are hoes. Most women I ain't going to even say most, but there's a large portion of the women, maybe half of the women, when you meet them, are not operating in that state. Now, 
half the women that you meet are operating in some whole shit or on a whole phase or in some shit. You know, the college girls, the young ones, or the old ones or the cougars who just got out of marriages and they want to be free. They've been married since they're 19 and they just want to let loose and be free for a little bit. So half the women that you meet are going to be on some whole shit. And they're half that's not. The thing is, what we see, the way our brains work, when we see something, we associate it with all. So when we see the Fresh and Fits, when we see the whatever podcast, when we see these types of women that's clearly hoes, we think that, I ain't going to say we because I know better, but men tend to think that these women represent every woman, and that's not true. You Shows like that don't highlight good women, or good women ain't typically not on there because good women are not out in a party city in the middle of Brickle partying drunk or on a podcast at 1 o'clock in the morning. Good women are home taking care of their children, taking care of their man, uh, getting themselves together, getting they sick because they got to go to work in the morning. Good women. Good women are not out in the middle of the night, like my grandma used to say. All the old old people used to say, ain't nothing out that late but the devil. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So are all women hoes? I don't, I don't think all women are hoes. I don't think that at all. All women are not hoes. Um, you know, it, it's just... You know, a lot of the times the lifestyle that we live in, that's all we attract and that's all we pay attention to. You watch Fresh and Fit every night. You watch Instagram every day. If you watch, just all you're going to see is holes and your brain is going to think, okay, this is all that exists. And it's going to discourage you. It's going to get frustrated. And then you're going to run to the Dominican Republic where there's more holes. Hordom is everywhere um, where there's more holes. And you thinking that it's American women and it's not. It's just. You know, hoes have always been a part of the culture. And I mean the culture of life. Hoes have always been a part of the world. Hoes have always been a part of existence. You understand what I'm saying? Even back in the days. Now, today it's more, um, there's no shame. Like, there's no shame for women to be hoes today. Women just be fucking. It amazed me that women will get on fucking, on, um, a microphone and say I had sex with 26 dudes in one day or I slept with seven guys in one night unprotected. 20 years ago, women being out like that, out and about like that was almost pretty much unheard of and it was shameful. Only really rapper women rap that, rap like that, and I don't want to say they were being exploited, but a lot of those rapper women who were on the sexual shit, men were writing their lyrics so they can sell more because sex always sold. Like Trina, her first song, uh, Oh, You Don't Know Now, with Trick, with Trick Daddy. That was that jam back in the days. If you, That was a very vulgar song. But Trick Daddy wrote that for her. You see what I'm saying? To make it more nasty and raunchy. And she didn't want to rap that. She was like, I'm not rapping that shit. You see what I'm saying? But the song sold and it, and it made her a superstar. But that was unheard of, man. Back in the days, women just shamelessly like, you know, yeah, I fucked six dudes in one weekend. Tinder banned me because I was a turbo hoe. You know, that that's crazy. But the thing is, my point is when you see stuff like that, we tend to associate that with all women. And all women are not like that. All women don't have the desire to be like that. You understand what I'm saying? Now, Let's get into this. And I know some of my day ones, um, I know y'all remember when I used to say, 
when you look at your girl, you have a past hoe, you have a current hoe, and you have a future hoe. I know you guys, some of you guys remember when I used to say that. Um, we're going to get honest. We're going to get, we're going to get a vulnerable moment, right? I don't necessarily believe that anymore. Um, in its entirety, right? I don't necessarily believe that in its entirety. Now, I do believe that all women have the capacity to be hoes. Like, every woman has it in her to be, it's a little hole laying dormant in every woman. I do believe that. Um, you know, the right circumstances or right, the right events sometimes may bring it out. But the way I used to see women and the way I used to look at it was, at some point, they all wanted to do it. At some point, they always going to do it or they always going to try it. And the more that I grew and the more that I raised my quality of being and, and I stopped looking at the world through certain lenses, I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking, I started to become healthier, not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. Uh, I started to not only meet better quality people, but I started to to look back in hindsight and see all of the quality people that I skipped over, the quality women that I skipped over. Um, and I made excuses as to why I skipped them over. Um, you know, I used to think that way for a reason. And, and, you know, throughout the years, the last few years, I've been examining why did I think like that? You know, and we do something called hoe coping. Like you have trick coping, we got hoe coping, right? And what I believe is, you know, sometimes we as men use coping me mechanisms to hide the fact that, you know, we've made bad decisions. You know, and I get into, I'm about to get into that more deeply, but for me personally, I had, to, I had to go back and look, and I had to think, like, why do I think about women like that? Not that I hate women or I think women bad of women, because I don't, and I never hated women. I love women. If y'all always know me, I, I love women, right? Anybody who know me, and I'm the guy who, you know, when we was young and I'm hanging with the homies, he'd be like, man, Dre be caking, Dre be loving them hoes, and I'd be like, I love all my hoes. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'd rather be with them. I'm getting pussy. I feel good to be, to be sitting around with y'all catching cases and all that old bullshit. You see what I'm saying? I, I've always been like that. Now, I may not, not have always been emotionally available, but I, I've always loved women. But I, I started to question myself a couple years back. Like, why, am I, why do I think like this? Why do I think like this? And, again, the more healthier I got, the more uh, clear my mind became, the more I, I made myself a quality person, a good person with, 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 with you know, integrity. I've always had, had integrity, but, you know, the more I became – basically stabilized um, the more not only, again, I started to meet quality people often, not just women, but men too. Um, but I started to realize and went back in hindsight all of the women that I did run across who were good, decent women, but I just rationalized it as, oh, well, you know, she's this, so I'll fuck her. She's boring or she this or she she ain't got her shit together, so fuck her or, you know, you know, she, she a hoe anyway. Like, I, I did that to women who were good women, right? Not that I treated them bad, but I just wrote them off, and, and I and I kind of put women in this, you know, well, they're going to be a hoe. 
regardless, right? A woman going to be a hoe regardless. And I believe that that was a coping mechanism. Now, again, past hoe, current hoe, future hoe. I do believe that there's a whore that lays dormant in every woman. Um, and, and circumstances may bring that out. But I don't believe now, today, I don't believe that all women have the desire in them to do that. You see what I'm saying? The more I talk now, the more I talk to women, the more I coach women, the more I meet different people, um, you know, and I'm listening from a, 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 a different lens. I'm seeing what's really, what's really, really. And I believe, again, we speak a lot of times, men, we speak from a cope and we speak from experience, right? With the coping, with the whole coping, sometimes, man, it's hard to look in the mirror Right. It's hard to look in the mirror. But the thing about me, this is what makes me great as a man. This is what people like about me. Right. And this is why I'm able to, to, to grow because I'm able to. And shout out to my mom. I always give a shout out to my mom because she raised me like this. I'm able to look in the mirror and ask myself the hard questions and be able to accept the humbling answers that I get. You see, and again, I had to look in the mirror and say, well, why do I think like that? Why do I think like that? Why do I even accept that, right? Go against my nature to accept that. Go against God to accept that. Why? Right? And, it, and it's whole coping, right? It's, it's, it's hard to look in the mirror and accept that. It's hard to look in the mirror and accept the fact that you attracted low-quality women because you were low-quality. That was hard for me to accept, that when I was ripping and running the streets, I was been a street dude my whole life, right? Um, and again, it's not like I didn't meet good women because I did. I just didn't. I just overlooked them, right? And I went towards the women who were more exciting, or who were appeared to be more put together. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's hard to to look at yourself and say, "Well, I attracted." Low quality women. Not only attracted, I entertained. I chose to entertain low quality women. That was right for me because I was a low quality person. And I'm not talking about on the outside, right? I'm not talking about on a, the outside because, you know, I'm getting money. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. And got the designer shit, the, 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 the foreign cock and ball out in the club and taking trips and, you know, big racks and all that. Right, but that don't mean that I'm a quality person. It's what's on the inside. It's how I used to think, right? It's 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 what I did with my life. It was the things that it was the way that I lived my life, and so it's hard to look at yourself and say, "Well, you were a low, you were a piece of shit," and so you uh, uh, attracted piece of shit women. Why do you think I'm so good at spotting the bullshit in women? Why do you think I'm so good with? Hey, this is what a hoe look like. Not the not the cookie cutter shit. The oh well, if she goes to the club, that's duh. But why do you think I know that? Because I dealt with a lot of women like that. I've dealt with good women, too. I've fucked over some good women. Dealt with a lot of good women, too. But I was more drawn to, 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 to the, the, the low-quality women. And not necessarily that looks-wise, but just quality of person. I was more drawn to that. That don't mean I let bitches run all over me and talk to me all kind of crazy like y'all be doing. Absolutely not. But just, you know, 
I, I would meet a woman in the club and fuck with her and date her for six months and shit like that. I would never do nothing like that now. You know, but th- that's that's um it's hard to look at yourself and say that. You know, I was a low quality person. And so this is why I can I was making copes like that. This is why I would say something like, Well, they're gonna be hoes anyway, right? Past hoe, current hoe, future hoe. To justify my choices in the women that I chose to entertain. Again, I'm saying this again. I didn't only entertain hoes. Yeah, we not let's get that twisted. But that's what I'm saying. Um you know, it's hard to look in the mirror and accept the fact that you made bad decisions. As men, it's hard for us to look at ourselves and be like, damn, I fucked up. I was slipping on that. The bitch played me. She tricked me. I fell for the okie doke, and she was a hoe. And so we get into relationships, or we deal with women like that. And in order to rationalize it in our mind and make ourselves feel better, we say shit like, oh, well, you got a past hoe, current hoe, a future hoe. All women going to be hoes. They all sluts anyway. You see what I'm saying? You got to trick your mind to believe that. So when you the, the 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 consequences of your bad decisions manifest itself, it's easy to rest with yourself and say something like, "Oh, what well, are y'all hoes anyway? They all gonna be hoes anyway, right?" But instead of fixing yourself and making yourself a quality person, not only outside but inside, see that's the hard thing to do. And when you do that. You get to to you you can choose better women. You can make better decisions because you have a a better lens. You're not you're not blinded by lust. You're not blinded by bullshit. You're not led astray by bullshit and a woman's sexuality and shit like that. You understand? But it's hard to say, hey, I made bad decisions. I fucked up. A bitch got one. A bitch got one on me. You see what I'm saying? So now it's two three years in, and it's like you find out that she was a hoe, and it's like. Well, you know, they're going to always be hoes anyway. Or you find out your girl was cheating on you because your game ain't tight and your cope is, you know, they're going to always be hoes anyway. Right? It's hard to look in in the mirror at yourself, fellas, and accept, I don't value myself. Right? I didn't value myself. Now, for this one, this ain't speaking for me because I've always valued myself. At least I think I did. Um, you know, I don't value myself. I have low self-value, so I accepted anything in my life. It's hard for men to look in the mirror and say that and accept that because when you accept that, that, that hits your ego. So you got to remove the ego. The ego don't never serve you well. You understand what I'm saying? That's hard. It's hard to look at yourself and say, maybe I didn't love myself to where I would allow myself to be with a woman like that. That ain't easy. That's not easy. It's hard to look yourself in the mirror and say, I was vulnerable. Right? I was vulnerable. I didn't have confidence at the time. I had got cheated on, and I got to rationalize that they all hoes anyway. So I got cheated on. I was out there. I was vulnerable again, got out in the market, and I got hit by an energy vampire, an even sluttier woman, and I got played. So to rationalize that, right, instead of accepting the truth, I was vulnerable. I was an idiot, and I should have been getting myself together and getting my confidence back up. It's easier to just say, you got a past hoe, you got a current hoe, you got a future hoe. Or, um, you know, all women just going to be hoes anyway. All of them sluts, all of them hoes. It's hard to say, well, I was broken. I didn't have value. I was broke. I didn't have value. The only thing I could afford was a slut, meaning not afford like tricking, but that's the only thing my value afforded me was sluts. That's hard, but but when you can look in the mirror and ask yourself these hard questions and face these hard decisions, 
Only then can you change and, and, and can you grow. And when you can change and grow, you get better for your life. You have a better quality of life because now you're not accepting that bullshit no more. You understand what I'm saying? This is it's real. It's important always. I don't want to say always, but it's, it's important from time to time, fellas, to audit yourself. Audit yourself and look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and audit yourself and ask yourself why. You know, why is it that, why is it that this woman felt that it was okay to say this to me? Why is it that this woman felt that it was okay that she can even run game on me and lie to me and say that she wasn't the one she was? What is it about me that made her say that? And when you come to the answer, you fix it. The answer is hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. These things are hard pill to swallow. And for me, all, all of these things wasn't me. But I think that I attracted low-quality women because I was a low-quality person, right? And that low-quality person sometimes led me to make bad decisions, looking at the world from a low-quality lens. I don't believe that I've always had low self-value or low self-love. Now, I've been in places to where my value at the time really couldn't afford me anything, like when I was 18 or 19 and shit like that. What can I offer anybody but a little bit of gain? You understand what I'm saying? You know, it's it's it's, it's hard to do that. It's it's hard to, to look yourself in this mirror and say, I was overlooking good women, right? Because I was attracted to bullshit. I was overlooking good women because I was attracted to bullshit. That's very hard to look at yourself and, and admit you see what I'm saying? That's a very hard thing to look at yourself and admit. But here's the thing. Once you once you can admit this and you can grow, you learn to appreciate the quality women. Like, I'm, I may do a, let me guys know, let me know in the comments in, or send me an email or whatever if you want me to do a pros and cons versus dating women with low bodies or dating women with high bodies. Because there's pros and cons because I've dealt with both seriously. Like, I've been in serious situations with both throughout my life. So I know the differences, right? And everything is, everything has its goods and its bads. D dating women with low body counts, there's, there's negative traits that come with that. There's things that will stress you out about those type of women, as well as the women with the high body. So if you want me to do something like that, let me know. Um, but... When you, can, when you can grow, you can learn to appreciate, you can look back and you can learn to appreciate the good quality people. And, and it, it just balances your view up. And, and it allows you to make better choices. When you run around thinking all oh, women hoes anyway, you make bad choices when you think like that. When you're going to, they're going to be past slut, past hoe, current hoe, future, future hoe. You make bad choices when you think like that because you just, you accept this bitch because it's like, oh, well, I might as well because, you know, why go with the church girl? This one more exciting. They gonna, they both going to cheat on me anyway. So when that's not the case and you're viewing the, the world through a, a, a tainted lens and you just make a bad choice and go with excitement. You understand what I'm saying? This shit real, bro. You know, but you want to get to a place to where you learn to appreciate good quality women. You know what I'm saying? Good quality women. Like I'm talking about really, really appreciate to the, to the point to where not just appreciate like, where I'm at in my life, at my age, that's the type of shit that turns me on. That's the type of shit that makes me horny. When I was 25, that shit was boring to me. And I couldn't really, you know, it's just like, bitch, boring. But, like, those type of traits, certain traits and certain qualities in women, that's, like, conducive to, 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 to growth and my positive growth and 
in, in the world's positive growth or whatever, just positive shit, like literally turns me on and make my dick hard. Now, whereas 10 years ago, it wasn't like that. Other shit turned me on and made my dick hard. I was dating this chick, not even dating. Let me not even say dating. Let <laughs> me say dating. 10 years ago, like I would fuck with a stripper. 10 years ago, I would, I would have fucked with strippers before. Not date seriously, of course not, but I've, you know, fucked strippers and, you know, kicked the bobo with them and shit like that. My dick now wouldn't even get hard for a stripper now. You see what I'm saying? That's the, that's the space that I'm in, right? I'm like no toxic. I'm on my no toxic shit. Um, a couple years ago, I had ran across a chick, um, and we was talking. We was kicking the bobo for a little bit, and I I know a hoe from a mile away, bro. I, I, you know, they be trying to act this and this, and then I could see a hoe from a while away. Y'all could, y'all about to see anyway because I'm about to put y'all on this game. But um, I start asking her questions because I know the type of questions to ask. So I, it led me to that she had an OnlyFans, and so she got comfortable with me and shit. So, you know, I'm not finna buy no motherfucking OnlyFans, but that led me to, 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 you know, see her Twitter and shit like that. Now, she wasn't on her Twitter, like, getting all crazy and shit, but it was like, I was just like, yeah, I'm straight. I'm cool. Just the fact that you involved in that type of shit. Again, bro, 10 years ago, shit, six, seven, five years ago, that wouldn't even, I wouldn't have cared about that. But now it's like, I can't even, like, I was around her one time and I couldn't find myself to be, I couldn't get turned on to even make no move. You see what I'm saying? I couldn't even get turned on. Like now good women turn me on. Good women turn me on. Good women excite me. They make my dick hard. They like do, I don't know, bro. So that's just where I'm at. But I I only got there by looking in the mirror and assessing myself and, 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 Removing my ego and upgrading myself and upgrading my mind and, and changing the bullshit. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, again, I want to reiterate to you guys, whole coping. Right? So just think about that. Now, before we get to what I was to, to, to the game, I mean, oh, that's game. That's real game. If you're really paying attention, it ain't just about me. That's real game. Um. I want you guys to to I want to reiterate to you guys what you see on the internet does not represent all women. It just doesn't. Even in America. It's hard to find good women because good women ain't on dating apps. The what make it so hard to find good women is because you have to get out and go talk to them. Or you have to learn how to see them on Instagram. And how, how are you going to know a good woman on Instagram and you only got a couple followers and shit like that? It's a lot easier for me because I have a million plus followers and people like my stuff and people, you see what I'm saying? It's easier for me because I built up the status. And so women put themselves in my orbit because of that. So it's easier for me, but, you know, it's on the internet piece, but... Good women are not, you're not going to go to the club and see them. They're not just out at the club or the spots to go where people go to holler at women and to mate and shit like that. Good women ain't at those places, bro. You have to approach good women. You have to, when you see a a cute, attractive girl or woman in the grocery store, she may not be have the boob job and the ass and all that, or she may got on some sweats with her hair back, but she look a little raggedy and got no makeup. You got to go talk to her. You have to go approach yourself. 
or you have to be introduced or meet her at work or whatever, but they're not in the normal spots that people go to make, um, you know, bars, clubs, and shit like that, on dating apps and shit. They just not. So um, what you see on the internet does not represent the majority. Now, how do I spot a slut, King Dre? I got you. Let's get into it. Now, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. I'm going to do my best to run through this because I don't want to have y'all all day. You dig what I'm saying? Now, y'all know, like I say, I got the I got the hoodie on. I got the hoodie down. I got to hide my face a little bit because they ain't going to like this. You dig? But fuck them. You feel me? Just when they clip this and, it, and, and, and they put it all over the internet, when I'm out moving and shaking, I won't get approached crazy. You know, so, so I got to go kind of incognito. You dig? But um, how to spot an active slut? Like when when you ever ever hear me say she active or she active, that's what I mean. A woman who's actively in the dating game, getting her chips, not even getting her chips because that's getting money. But and we're not talking about really whores or, or women who in the game. And when I say in the game, I mean that the the the, the, the um, they in the streets, they getting their money, they they selling pussy or whatever they doing. Um. There's another game, which is the dating game. Um, so when you hear me say active in the game, I'm not talking about that type of game. I'm talking about the dating game. But um, that's when I say active, if you ever hear me say, oh, she active, that's what I mean. She she out there. She she doing her thing. Um, now, the first way that you could spot a slut, and these ain't going to be the ways it's like, oh, well, if she go to bars and parties. Of course, I got that on the list, but um, I'm going to give you more – I'm gonna give you ways that that women they not really they don't really know that you can see this, and people always say, "Oh, well, you would never be able to know a woman's body count anyway." Man, you can look at people and, and you can look at them and you can assess them. And people wear where they've been. They wear it in the way that they dress. They wear it in the way that they talk. They wear it in the way that they think. Their emotions, the way that they respond to things, man. And that's another thing when 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 you can clear your mind, man, you can see. You can see things that, you know, most people don't see. So they'd be like, oh, well, why would you never act? Why would you ask a woman a woman's body count? And I agree with that question. You should never ask no woman that because you ain't going to get the real answer anyway. But you need to be able to know how to look at a woman and tell what she's being, assess her by the things that she's saying, her behavior, the things that she do, the way that she thinks. You understand what I'm saying? And And you can know, okay, you can know, okay, this is what it is right here. Now, first on the list, first on the list, first on the list. If you sleep with a woman. Oh, let me say this too. The reason I'm doing this, because there's a reason I'm doing this. The reason that I'm doing this, one, I need you guys to be up on game. Because this is actually, I actually have a course, How to Vet Women Properly. And this is a section in the course. But I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put this out here for free because you guys really. This is something that you guys really, 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 really need. That's number one, and number two is people that is these little guys that they buy my courses and they they trying to be dating coaches and shit, and they take my shit that's in my courses and they put it out for free. It's the most disrespectful shit ever. Um, you know they take my good information and they put it out for free in the videos and shit. Um. It's very disrespectful. I, I don't think that they realize that because a lot of guys weren't raised by men. Um, 
just so they don't really have that type of integrity. But um, if they gonna put my shit out there for free, I might as well. You understand? Now everything ain't gonna be for free, but I'm just saying those are the two reasons that I that I I decided to do this. Uh, this topic in particular, because guys really need it, and I'm getting tired of guys asking. And then when you get the advice from all these other coaches, it's the same. Uh, it's the same cookie cutter bullshit. Oh well, if she drinks and go to bars and duh, right? But j- just because a woman don't drink or go to bars, don't mean that she ain't no hoe. There's a lot of women who don't drink or go to bars that that get down like a motherfucker. So, um, yeah, that's that's why I'm doing this, man. So. Number one, again, if you sleep with a woman, right, can she sleep with you and not be attached to you, right? Women who are not hoes, they still have that emotional connection to their vaginas. They still have that emotional connection to sex. They desire that emotional connection to sex. And even when hoes are not whores anymore and they get back to their natural selves, they want a connection when they sleep with you. They want to be able to be connected to you when they sleep with you. Women don't fuck for sport or fucking to do, like men do. Women don't. Women are naturally not like that. That that when you see a woman that can do that, there's something that's not right. But women are naturally just not like that. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I teach you guys in, in the, the seduction, not the seduction guide, but the, the dating guide. If anybody got that course, I teach you is a connection builder part in there that teaches you how to build the connection that women require or women need in order to sleep with most men. Most women require this connection. Again, a woman that's operating on some whole shit, it ain't you don't really need that. But most women are not like that. And I want I want you to guys to get your clothes rate up. So when you're dealing with most women, or the majority of women, you have to approach them like that instead of throwing shit at the wall and hoping it stick. But if a woman can sleep with you and she's not attached to you and she don't desire an attachment, she don't desire a connection, she don't want a connection, that should tell you something. You understand what I'm saying? If you ever had sex with a woman with a low body count, or if anybody who's took a woman's virginity, there's no man that could say, I took a woman's virginity and then she never called me back. Those women are not hoes yet. And so they value their sex. They're emotionally tied to intimacy. They want that connection. You will never fuck no girl, no virgin, and then she just like ghosts you, fuck you, even if it's whack. You see what I'm saying? Can she fuck you and ghost you? Even if it's bad or whack? A woman with a low body count or a woman who's not a hoe, when she give you her body, she wants something back from that, bro. That ain't, oh, that's not free. And I don't mean monetarily free. She want that connection. She want more of you. She's going to reach out to you. If you fuck a woman, if you fuck a woman and you just pull back, this is the oldest trick in the book, bro, to see what a woman about. If you fuck a woman and you just pull back, if she come chasing you, you know right then and there she ain't not it's not 100% proof but it's a good chance that she not on the whole shit at the moment because she need that from you she need that energy from you she need that uh, a return on that investment that's an investment to them and they need that return even if the sex was whack bro even if it was whack they still won't they they need to cash in and i don't mean monetarily 
They want you. That's why they gave you the sex in the first place. So if you can fuck a woman and she's not attached to you, she can just fuck you and leave you, y'all can fuck her, and then you don't hear from her for, for a week and shit. That's not normal. Let me not say normal because it's nowadays it's normal, but that's not natural. That's not natural. You will never fuck no virgin and it happens, ever. Or a woman who got one body or a woman with a low body count because there's, it means everything to them. Women who have been active or women who are active, they have to disassociate. They have to cut that piece in order to operate and not be devastated every time they have sex. I want you guys to think about that. In order for a woman to 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 thrive in hotivity and be a thought and be out here on some hot girl summer shit, they have to disassociate their emotions and dis- disconnect their emotions from intimacy and sex. They have to, or it will literally damage them. It's traumatizing for a woman. It's traumatizing to her when a man fucks her and leaves her. That is traumatizing. The same way when a woman take go and spend two hundred dollars on, on on dinner. And she ghosts you. It's the same exact feeling. And the more that happens to a woman, the more she tends to disassociate and disconnect from her sex. This is why a lot of women, you have to eat their pussy to get them riled up and to get, they got to warm the car up and shit. This is why, because they they emotionally disconnected. The easiest women to satisfy, make come and all that, is the women who are having emotional connection to their intimacy and an emotional connection to you. Even if it's whack, you can make those women good off because it's the motion stirring them up, stirring them up. You see what I'm saying? If a woman can fuck you and ghost you, if a woman, if a woman can fuck you, let's say you meeting a woman and, and you like her and shit and you fuck her and she can get missing for a couple of days or she don't text you the next day and she wait two, three days to text you. That ain't it, bro. Even if you get back up with her and everything click and y'all just move forward and shit, but if she don't require an emotional investment on your part, a connection on your part to sleep with you, and she's not chasing that after she sleeps with you, telltale sign that she's active. She in them streets right now. That's the main way, and a lot of guys don't fucking know that. Now, the next one. Is she emotionally detached when she's having sex? Hoes, when you fucking a woman who's a hoe, an active hoe, they not gonna kiss you. They don't want because they they, they have to guard themselves from catching feelings and, and being it because they know you only there for a good time, not a long time, and they know that that's devastating. And so, in order to to cope and to thrive and not be hurt and to protect themselves, they shut that part off. They don't really want intimacy like that, and so they just fucking you. They let you fucking from the back and, and, and all type of shit. You see what I'm saying? That is always a good sign, a good telltale sign that a woman is a hoe. Y'all give me a second. I got. I just had one that I forgot to put on here. I'm finna write that shit down right now. I'm finna write it down right now so I don't forget. But, but, you know, women, women who are hoes, they have to detach themselves from anything intimate. Because if if you out here, if you having a hot girl summer. You will literally drive yourself crazy. A woman will literally drive herself insane if she's sleeping around and catching feelings with all these men and these men just leaving her. She put like put one plus one on a piece of paper and just think about that for a second. 
a woman being able to sleep with this guy, sleep with this guy, sleep, and just catch feelings for all of them, but none of them don't want her. That is devastating, bro. That is traumatic. You see what I'm saying? And after a while, this is why women don't return to This is why when women leave that stage, the women that do, they never return to it because it's it's damn near traumatic. A lot of women, this is why a lot of women be on antidepressants and drink every night and got to smoke and shit because of shit like this. It is traumatic for men and women when you are not having your way with the opposite sex. Now, in in men, it's different. It's not like, oh, if we have sex and a woman leave us. It's like, oh, uh, no. Nah. But when we invest our time and energy and money into a woman and we not getting nothing back, that hurts. When a woman invests her emotions in her body and she give you her body and she don't get nothing back, that hurts. And so when that happens over and over and over again, women learn, okay, if I want to be out here having fun, I have to disassociate. I'm not finna be kissing this nigga, looking him in the eye, having sex all slow and passionate or nothing. It ain't finna be all that. You see what I'm saying? Pay attention to women when you're having sex with them. Are they emotionally detached from the sex? Wild and crazy don't mean emotionally attached. Remember that. See, y'all can y'all get these chicks and they be you be fucking, they be all wild and fun. That don't mean that she's attached emotionally. You want to look for women who are want an emotional attachment. The, the emotions is tied into sex. You want to look for this. Kissing, intimacy, rubbing, you know, that type of shit. You see what I'm saying? So that's the second one. Is she emotionally atta- detached when she's having sex? So women who are emotionally ta- detached when she's having sex, something is going on. And if she's emotionally det- detached consistently, you know, that's some whole shit. Now you may catch her one night and she got a bad grade or the fucking, I don't know, her baby daddy punched in the back of the head or the bills doing shit. So she may be off. Not just one time, but if you hit it, boom, then two weeks later you hit it, boom. And it's just like, I can't really, you know, it's fun, but it ain't really no connection there. That's what that is. You know, she don't want to kiss. She don't want to be intimate. That's what that is. Now, the next one is if you meet a woman, if you meet a woman and she require and she don't require any type of emotional connection, that's kind of have to do with number one, but this is a little bit different. So let's say you go to a bar and you meet a woman and y'all get drunk and y'all don't vibe, y'all don't kick it, it's just straight there. That's all that's fucking obvious. You see what I'm saying? Women who operate in outside of a host uh, a, a whole phase. Women who are operating naturally want a connection with the guy that they're sleeping with. You understand? Now, it don't take forever to build no connection. But if a woman can just sleep with you off the bat, you meet a woman and it's just a spark and it's just boom. And, you know, that's it is it is what it is. Now, the next one. Is she wild off rip? Meaning. Is she sexually submissive? Not let me not say submissive, but like she give you all the shit up front. The first night you can fuck her in the ass. She deep throating you. She letting you spit on her and all that. And she's comfortable being this open sexually with you, and she barely even know you. That is a telltale sign that a woman is a hoe. Any any of my guys that know anything about women and has been that dealt with all type of women knows the women who have the the, the lowest bodies or the women who don't be out there like that, or women who are virgins, that's, you have to bring that out of them slowly. 
they're not as comfortable being like that yet. But if a woman is comfortable giving you her sexual best, just like just all freaky off the rip, hey, it's fun. It is fun. But that is not normal. That's not normal. Women, women who 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 not out there like that, they barely even moan the first time you fuck them. They not com- they they comfortable enough to sleep with you, but they not comfortable enough to like be super open with you. That's just like the whole submission thing. Submission up in the beginning is is always bad. It takes a while, not even a while, but it's a process to get a person to open up to you inside of the bedroom and outside of the bedroom. Any person who could just come in the gate submissive and giving you they all right off the bat is crazy, sexually or non-sexually. It's just like if a man was to meet a woman and be like, here, here go the keys to my bank. I mean, here go the password to my bank account. You can move in my house today. I'm going to give you my all. As soon as he meet her, that's wild. This is why women don't like men who go over or go above and beyond because to them it's like, why is you giving me all this? That's not normal. I want to earn you. I want to earn you. And it's you should look at women the same way, not necessarily dance and, 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 and go out of your way and jump through hoops, but it's like a peeling back a layers thing. It's a process to get to the to the, to the center of a Tootsie Pop, bro. <laughs> it's a process to get to the center of a woman's heart, to get her completely open, sexually and non-sexually. I have been with enough women to know that. I have been with enough women to know that, to discern that. A lot of you guys, the average man don't sleep with more than seven women a year. I mean, excuse me, seven women in a lifetime. The average man don't sleep with more than seven women in a lifetime. I have slept with countless women. I can't even count no more, bro. You see what I'm saying? So not only just slept with, but dealt with, you know, been intimate with, been kicking it with, learning, dating, been doing this all my life. So I know I done felt with the good ones and the bad ones, or not the bad ones, but the whole ones, the bad ones too. But, you know, uh, it's a process, man, to, 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 to get to a woman's core. That is a process. A woman who is not used to doing that, is not going to be comfortable being wild like that. Now, even if she done been with a, a, the man for the last 10 years and he's got her to the point to where, she, you know, if they fuck, they, they just wild because she's comfortable with him. She's been with him for two years. Even if that's the case, if she know how to be wild, if she know these freaky moves from being with him and learning to please him because they've been together for 10 years and, you know, naturally men want to learn to please their woman, so she know all the freaky chicks. When she start fucking with you, you're not going to get that same thing at that point. That's going to be a process to get her like that. Even if she know how to be it from a previous relationship, she's just not comfortable giving you that type of access to her yet. You see what I'm saying? And you're going to have to show yourself approved before you can get that level of submission. That's inside the bedroom and outside the bedroom, fellas. Y'all want the easy win. Y'all want the easy kill. Easy ain't good, bro. Easy come, easy go, bro. Any woman who's submissive to you in the bedroom or outside the bedroom, automatically off the rip, there's something wrong with that, bro. Always. So remember that. Now, the next one is an unclean crib, unclean period, unclean crib, unclean appearance, dirty shoes. Y'all know I just put that meme up on Facebook. Um, with the girl on no jumper with the dirty shoes, and I put 
because I said it a year ago. I, I put it. A, I tweeted it a year ago. I said it years ago on this on one of my things. But I said chicks that be wearing them dirty, them dirty chucks or dingy chucks, the Chuck Taylor All Stars or the Vans or the or the Dirty Forces or whatever. Uh, they call them today the, the G Fazos. Chicks that be wearing dirty white tennis shoes, dingy white tennis shoes. They always be fucking. They always be active. And I put a meme up the other day on my on my Instagram. And TikTok, King Dreism, by the way. Um, uh, I put the, the the girl's video where she was talking about how she be letting them dollar dudes fuck her at the party and shit. And she had on the dirty, the dirty dingy shoes. And I put that, I, I went back and found that tweet from that date from last year and I put it on there to let guys know. I know what the fuck I be talking about. But women who don't keep themselves up, man, it's just, uh, I don't know the correlation. Uh, maybe it's a, it's a, it's a, a as above, so below type of thing. But women who you go to their house and it's junky or, you know, they 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 clothes be dingy and dirty and, and, and they don't really be kept up, they they be dusty. Those type of women always, always be hoes. I, I still that's one of them things that I haven't took a dive in to know, but I just know the association and I've been with enough women to know that, right? If women like that be always on go, especially them shoes, pay attention to them shoes. If I meet a woman, if I meet a woman, let's say I'd be like, oh, meet me at the park or something. But she coming, she got dingy chucks on. I ain't even finna. I'm I'm all going straight in for the kill. But if I meet a woman out and she got them on, it's all, it ain't, you know, I'm going to do my normal thing. Hey, let's get to know each other. Da, 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 but I'm trying to hit it because I already see what you want. You see what I'm saying? That's, a, that's a, always a constant giveaway. But, you know, a, just an unclean, dusty appearance. That's a crib. They, they appearance, they clothes, they, you know, shoes or whatever. Not kept up, they hygiene not kept up. Those always be hoes. Now, another one is constant sex appeal. Constant sex appeal. When you see a chick, she's always sexy, just always sexy. Um, that's sexy as an energy. When you see a woman and she's sexy, like Rihanna, not lately no more since she's been pregnant and had this baby and she's been with ASAP. But before, Rihanna used to always be sexy. That's an energy. And that energy has to come from somewhere, right? That energy is is usually, I don't want to say a subconscious energy, but it's, it's meant to attract, right? It may not attract you, but it's going to attract somebody. It's going to be attract they match. And when women are always running on that sexy vibe, they always, every time you see them, they just reek of sex. I could look at a woman and I could tell if she's a hoe or not just by the way that she walk and by the way that she's talking and by the energy. I could tell if she an active hoe or not. I can tell. I could spot them from a mile away just by the way that they're walking, bro. It's just the, the, it's the, 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 the energy. You see what I'm saying? That sex appeal. Sex appeal. See, you guys think sex appeal is uh, old titties and look sexy. But the reason that they have that appeal is because it's an energy that's radiating outward. You understand what I'm saying? And if a woman is constantly in that state, she's in a whole phase. Now, another obvious one. Uh, a woman who hangs out at the club or parties a lot. That's obvious. That's obvious. Irresponsibility means what? I mean, who irresponsible women who be drinking and partying means what? That's obvious. Um, Women who be dressed to attract, meaning dressing provocatively, sexual things. They pose when you see a woman and, and they pose and they got their ass out. 
or you know, they got the titties. They trying to attract something. Usually, those typically be typically be women who are looking for sexual attention, and women who are looking for sexual attention are cashing in on sexual attention. It may not be with you, but it's with somebody. So, um, another one is alcoholics or junkies. That's a given. Uh, women who are typically ap- alcoholics or junkies, number one, they make bad decisions um, or they're hiding something. Uh, trauma and anxiety. And a lot of the times, a lot of the ways that women deal with trauma and anxiety is through sex. Smoking, smoking cigarettes. If she smokes, she pokes. If she smokes, she pokes. That's an old one I learned a long time ago. An old dude taught me that. And that, all, that has always rang true. Any woman that has ever smoked, that I met that has ever smoked, whether it be cigarettes, weed, they have always at some point been on some whole shit, at some point. Um, another one is her phone popping. It's her phone popping, meaning it's, she always have notif- her notifications are always going off. Now, nowadays, a smart women, they don't. Smart women, they, they, they turn their phones off and shit. Smart women, you ain't got to, you know. But a lot of the times, women ain't smart. You'd be sitting at their house. You'd be surprised. I was at this house, uh, chick house. This was years ago, though. And it was like 11.30, midnight. And her shit was just popping, blowing up. I was like, oh, she, she a hoe. She a hoe, period. Um, and it turned out she was. But, you know, a popping phone. The next one is not much going for herself. Right, a woman who's she don't really have much going for herself. She ain't never at school. She ain't never at work, you know. But she always on the go. She always busy. She's always on the go. She's always busy. She's never. You can never catch her. It's hard to catch her. She's entertaining men, either they fucking school, work, or bullshit. She's entertaining men, women who are, they don't really got nothing going for themselves. You, you ask them where you work. Well, I don't really work right now. I'm in between jobs. Oh, you go to school? Nah, I'm just trying to get it together. I'm just chilling and just getting myself together. But you can't never catch them. You see them on Instagram. They always on the move. Those be hoes. Wow. The last one is tattoos. Tattoos. Now, tattoos, is it's, it's not really a, I don't want to say it's not a telltale sign. This is more of a, of a thing that you could tell a woman that used to be horse. Nowadays, today, tattoos kind of be trendy, so women do it as a trend. But back in the days, that was the, the easiest, fastest way to tell her if a woman was a horse. She had, like, a lot of tattoos, multiple visible tattoos. I learned from a pimp a long time ago. That's, that was how the day, that was how they used to know to spit at to, to get them on their team. Look for women with like tattoos and certain shit. By the way that women walk and shit like that. Uh, and he, he was the one that taught me like being able to like the energy thing. Like women that, that have certain energy. I learned that from a long, long time ago when I was young. But tattoos, again, now if you see a woman with tattoos, that don't automatically necessarily mean she a hoe, but it can mean that. Um, and it could be a sign of a pass hole. Now, I'm going to get into the pass hole shit in a minute, and I'm going to break down. Well, not in a minute, but right now. Um, well, I'm about to transition to the pass hole thing, so we'll just talk about the tattoos first. Right. Um, so we did the active hoes, the women that's active hoes. Now, you got hoes who have, who used to be hoes or been through a hoe phase, and they not no more, but you guys worry about body counts 
even if a woman ain't been no hoe since she was 20 and she 35 now, y'all still care about body count. She done racked up 20 bodies. That's a lot for a lot of y'all. So I'm going to tell you how you can tell where a woman has been without having to ask her. Are y'all ready for this game? Let's get it. So let's we're going to start with, first of all, I want to say, um, you know, If a woman has walked away from that life, a lot of the times they won't return to it. Like I explained to you earlier, um, because there's nothing there, it's really traumatic for a lot of them. Um, and they don't want to feel that again. So a lot of the times, if you have your past, so you, a lot of the times you're good. You may have to deal with a little bit more emotional baggage, but a lot of the times you're good. Now, the risk you do run is that, I'm going to do the pros and cons, I think I'm going to do the pros and cons video or the pros and cons uh, episode. But a lot of the times, you know, not a lot of the times, but you do run the risk of if y'all break up, it's easier for her to fuck. Versus if you got a girl that she ain't really got no bodies like that, she's not going to be comfortable just giving herself to anybody like that. But if you got a woman who's been there before, and y'all break up or something like that, or shit go bad, or y'all, you know, she she you put on ice for a couple weeks. I ain't even put on ice, but, you know, y'all break up or something. It's a good chance that she can do that, and and she know how to revert back to that. But they typically don't live that type of lifestyle no more because they don't live it. It's out their system, and it's tra- traumatic, and they don't want to go back to feeling like that. Whores feel low of themselves, despite what y'all think about how they make themselves up and got all the glitz and glamour and the bad bitch and all that shit. All that shit is to make them feel better. I want to feel pretty. I want to feel validated. I want to feel. Like people desire me for me and shit like that. That's why they do shit like that, bro. See what I'm saying? That's why they do shit like that. It's it's bullshit. It's fake diva bullshit. But it's this overcompensation for something else. I'm telling you. You see what I'm saying? But you know, let's get into it. The tattoos, tattoos. It's a clear sign of a past. So women who got multiple visible tattoos, multiple. Again, nowadays women getting a little cute shit on their shoulder. Or they have a little cute thigh thing, or a nigga that made them get a tattoo on their ass, or you know they may have a tramp stamp and shit. Women do little shit like that nowadays for trends. They'll go with their best friend and get the matching fucking tiger on the forearm or some shit like that. That's cool, but I'm talking about women with multiple tattoos that's tatted up. Always, always a sign of a passhole. Always, tattoos are have always been a sign of rebellion. They've always been a sign for rebellion. And it's almost like acupuncture therapy. Like it's 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 their pain therapy through pain, right? So you got rebellion and you got therapy through pain. And pain from what? You understand what I'm saying? And re- remember, the easiest thing for a woman to do to make herself feel better in the moment is have sex. You see what I'm saying? Now, what's the first way that women learn? Girls learn to rebel against the system, against uh, their culture, against their father, against their family. What's the first thing that women learn, girls learn to do to rebel? It's have sex. Tattoos, especially covered in, is is rebellion. We got, I got thug on my arm. That was that's rebellion. When I was seventeen, fuck that shit. I'm not getting no job. Fuck a job. I'm out here. I'm bucking the system. I'm rebelling against that. I tattooed the word thug on my arm. As a 17-year-old. 
That's rebellion. When, when, when people get tattoos, that's what it's about. It's about bucking the system. And as above, so below. You got women who are rebellious. The easiest way to rebel, if you can't get $200 to, to, to get a tattoo, you can get some dick. Or you can suck your tattoo man dick. It's easy for women to have sex. It's easy for women to rebel or show rebellion against society. What's the first thing feminists do? What's the way that they show you that they're rebelling against the system? They take off their fucking clothes. Sexual liberation, which is the dumbest concept anyway. Like, how are you liberated through sex? If you liberate yourself through sex, it's the goofiest shit. That's actually slavery. But anyway, how do they rebel against the system? Sex, bro. You see what I'm saying? So that's what tattoos represent. Tattoos represent rebellion. Now, the next way you can spot a passhole. Remember, we're we, we, we talking about passholes now for the guys who care about the body counts. You ain't got to ask no woman where she been at. The next one is combative or hostile attitude towards men. Remember what I told you how men taking from them and taking from them and taking from them. That makes you bitter towards the opposite sex. Look at the guys in this community, in the red pill community, in the, in the manosphere community, the guys who are simps and incels and women take advantage of them and get the best of them and, and keep ghosting them. That shit makes them bitter and they have a disdain towards women. Women, men who couldn't be successful women throughout their life and they get on these motherfucking mics and shit and they be bitches ain't shit and all this and women ain't, you know, with this misogynistic shit. That's where that comes from, taking ills from women. That's why they have this disdain. When women are combative or hostile towards men and they look at men like ops, they look at you like an op. And it's not like a physical aggression, but it's just like a, it's like almost a lack of respect. This is where that comes from. This is one of the easiest ways to spot a woman who have been a whore before. It's from just having that sustain of being a failure with men. This is where that comes from. Combative, hostile attitudes towards men. And just because a woman is with you or even love you don't mean that that's not there. You see what I'm saying? You wonder why you can't get your woman to listen to you or respect you. Not that she will disrespect you, but she don't trust your leadership. She don't trust men. Because men have been doing her dirty. And also, when you out there and you and you hoeing around, just like the guys who who be in the streets or the guys who been players and they be fucking all type of women, it kind of makes them see the worst in women. Because we, you, we be fucking dudes, wives, and you see how women be lying to their fucking dudes. A woman to be sucking your dick and on the phone with her boyfriend telling her him he love her and women will be lying to their husband. We see this type of shit. It's the same thing. They see that type of shit. They see how men be vile to their wives and they see a man lying to his wife and neglecting his kids and giving the, the, the whole his all and spending the wife money on him and picking picking up, you know, going to your house. That they, you know, the dude to go go to her house in the wife car or drop the girl off or drop the wife off at work and go go to her house. And fuck why he in the girl car, why he in his girl car, or have a have have the girl in his house in the wife bed. Like women see shit like this when they be out there dealing with guys. 
And the more they see it, they associate men with this behavior. Remember how I told you how our brains think. We see something and we associate it with all. That's just, you have to train yourself not to do that. But that's just naturally how we are. Our brains work. We see and we our brains work by association. So women see this type of shit. When they're dealing with multiple men, they deal with the more they deal with men, they see they see the the, the they see the the, the 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 true nature of 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 dirtbag men, and they this is how they see men. So they, they number one, on one hand, they looking at you like you take they looking at men like with a disdain because they can't be successful with men. Men don't really like them for nothing. Men treat them like a piece of meat, so they think men treat women like pieces of meat. They say women, men objectify men. Men are objectifying women. They associate this with men, right? So that's on one hand. Then on the other hand, you got them seeing the, 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 the raw, vile nature of scumbag men defying their families and, and, and being disloyal to their women and lying to their wives and taking from the wife to give to them. They see this type of shit. So you got that and that. This, they, this creates a disdain for men, bro. Even though they may be with you, you may be in a relationship with her, but you wonder why you can never really have a connection. You wonder why you got to always argue with her or it's hard for you to get her to follow your lead. It's hard for you to get her to, to, to be submissive to you. You see what I'm saying? She just with you to with you because she need love. She want love too. She a human being. She want companionship too. But it's, it's, it's hard and difficult for her to get to that level in space with you based on where she's been at. This is another telltale sign that a woman has been a hoe. That combative or hostile attitude towards men as if like you're an op. And again, it's not an aggressive thing to where it's like, oh, they cursing at you, beating on you and shit like that. But it's just, it's just the, the way that they see you and the way that they see men. And a lot of times women are not going to be like, oh, I hate all men. Men ain't shit. They're not going to be like that. But it's going to manifest itself in the way that she trusts you. And not trust you in the sense of, oh, you fucking with other bitches. But do she trust your leadership? She don't trust your leadership because men have been disappointing her all her life. You understand what I'm saying? This is a tell, tell, tell sign. Now, the next one is alcohol or drug abuse. It's like the last one. If you see a woman who live a good life, whatever, she's a square, she go to work, come home now, but she a wine mommy, meaning like when she go to bed, she drink wine every night or she got to smoke weed all day or she got to smoke two blunts throughout the day. She may not be on the club scene. She may be appear to be a good girl. She may be appear to be decent, but that comes from her past. That anxiety and that depression and all that shit comes from unhealed trauma from her past. And taking multiple dicks is traumatic. Not the act itself of taking multiple dicks, but having men disappoint you over and over and over and over again and you can't be successful in relationships is traumatic. Now, uh, shitty job or bad luck in life at an older age. Now, if a woman has been in a long marriage, she says she's been staying at home wife for 20 years and she get divorced, Right, and her husband wasn't no rich ass dude or something like that. A lot of those times, a lot of women like that be going to work at Amazon, or they be like, you know, they be having like little fucking call center jobs and shit like that, because they got to get on their feet. Like women who have been under the heel of men, I don't even say the heel, but women who have been protected by men, meaning they've been in relationships with men who take care of them. If they haven't been married, or the husband they was married, the husband they had no money or something like shit like that, when they be single. 
when they get out of those relationships, they have to work jobs. And a lot of the times they haven't developed skills because they've been giving their life to the, to the relationship. So they ain't been going to school to get skills and degrees and all that shit. So they got to work bullshit jobs until they can find another man. I'm not talking about that. You can discern that by asking questions. I'm talking about the woman, the older woman who just 40 years old and she uh, fucking work at a tax place doing taxes and shit. Not a, not an actual, um, uh, certified tax person but like one of one of women who work at liberty tax or something or she's a, a clerk at a, at a, a gas station or she's a uh you know work at amazon or some shit like that she work in a warehouse with older women like that be to be hoes because they've wasted their life partying being attention hoes chasing dead dicks doing drugs this man that man chasing behind men so now when they get older in life they don't have anything they're not you know, they don't have, they haven't accumulated much because their energy and time went on being hoes and being irresponsible and drinking and partying and shit like that. That's another one. Now, the next one is multiple kids by multiple dudes. That's obvious. Now, you do have women who maybe 35. A lot of the times women in their 30s, mid mid to late 30s, 40s, they, be have, they may have multiple kids by multiple dudes because they was... When they was 20, from 20 to 25, they was in a relationship and they had a, two kids by a dude. Then from 27 to 33, they was in another long relationship and they had two more kids by another dude. Shit like that's understandable. And they could have been married each time. That's cool. That's understandable. But if you got a chick who got four different baby that four different kids, five different kids by five different dudes and the relationships were short-lived or it was on some 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 fluky shit and they didn't come from long relationships, clearly that's hoe shit. That's a that's a old hoe. Now, uh a celibacy run. When you hear a woman they say, oh I'm just getting off a of celibacy. Right? I'm just getting I've, I've been celibate for the last year. I've been celibate for the last two years. Usually when women go celibate for a while, it's to cleanse themselves from all the hoeing. That's what women do. You know how when we go on monk mode, it's like, man, I got to get my shit together. I'm going to go on monk mode. That's what women do. I got to I gotta cleanse myself of all these dicks. I want to get back. I, I'm trying to find my husband now. That's what it, I want to find my husband now. It's time to take life serious. So, so what they do, they'll stop dating. Y'all be thinking women be capped when, when they be on Fresh and Fit or when they be on these podcasts. Be like, oh, I haven't had sex in a year. Yeah, because she used to be a hoe. And she cleansing them dicks. She 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 purging. You see what I'm saying? Man, whenever you talk to a woman and you get annoyed she, and she say, yeah, I've been celibate for last year, you always want to ask her this. Ask her about her last relationships because a lot of the times, too, women will be celibate if they give their all to a man and they got violated or something traumatic happened with that man. So let's say, like I know a chick who, uh, you know, baby daddy did her dirty, cheating on her for all her life, fucking, you know, having chicks in in their bed and all type of shit. She'll come home from work, the dude be in the bed fucking in her bed and shit. And she at work and this nigga at home. It's like that type of shit. You know, when just dramatic shit. When they broke up, she didn't date for two years. She was like that fucked up that she didn't date. She didn't have confidence. No, no, she just didn't date for two years. So you do get that. So you always want to ask, you know, well, what led you to celibacy? So and, and, and if it's, if it's the answer is, well, you know, I got out of a bad breakup. I just wanted to get myself together. 
you know, I was traumatic. I didn't want to get my confidence back. I just wanted to get myself together from a bad breakup. Okay, cool. But when they say shit like, oh, well, I was just, you know, just doing around shit in life. I was just, you know, headed down nowhere. I was just fucking up or I was just young and wild or, you know, and I just wanted to get myself together and I just needed to, to, to you know, get myself together and position myself so I can, you know, be relationship ready and shit like that or whatever excuse they use that don't have nothing to do with breaking up and being tra- traumatized by an ex or something like that is always some whole shit. Yeah, women don't just go be celibate to be celibate. It's a, a hard thing. Listen, this is a very hard thing to face aloneness in the face. Most of us just don't wake up to say, I just want to be alone for a whole year. No intimacy, no nothing. And just shut down. Most of us don't wake up to do that. It has to be something that drives us to that. And typically when it's women, it's the disappointment from the whole shit or it's a traumatic experience from that. So you always want to act. So a long celibacy run, usually, it's usually to cleanse themselves from all the horn. Now, another one is if she ever says, I've had my fun. You ever talk to a woman and they say something like, I've had my fun. Right now I'm chilling, but I've had my fun. I've had my fun don't mean nothing else, but I used to be a hoe. I'd I'd experiment it with being a hoe. It don't mean nothing else. I've had my fun don't mean, well, I had a lot of parties in college. It don't mean that. It means I used to do dicks, and now I'm chilling. Or if they say shit like, oh, well, I'm looking for, I just want something new. Tell to the side. I just want something new. I'm trying something different. What I was doing before wasn't getting me anywhere. I'm ready for my new life. These are old hoe quotes. These are things that ex-hoes say. They can't tell you, oh, well, I, you know, well, right now I'm just, you know, I'm just looking for a nice guy because I don't fuck myself out. They say shit like, I, you know, I've had my fun. I'm walking into my new life, just trying something new. New year, new me. Always look out for these statements. Now, the last one, how to spot an exo. A history of anxiety or depression or other mental issues. Women use sex to feel better. It's the easiest thing to do outside of taking drugs or buying alcohol or smoking a cigarette. It's the next easiest thing to do. So, that's what women typically do. So that's how you spot an ex-hoe. All the stuff, look at it. You don't have to ask no woman where she's been at. You don't have to ask her what's her body count. You don't have to ask her, oh, well, were you a hoe before? I mean, you can. You can ask her in clever ways. I always do. I got clever ways to ask women shit like that. You know, I ask them. You know, you always want to be non-judgmental when you meet women. You want to appear to be non-judgmental. That way women can be comfortable opening up to you. You see what I'm saying? But most women know that you're going to judge them, so they be lying and shit. You see what I'm saying? But you want to learn how to do that more, go get my How to Vet Women course at SaverBroAcademy.com. SaverBroAcademy.com. I teach you how to be, you know, non-judgmental and be comforting so, you know, a woman can let her guard down and let you in and give you all the juice you need to make an informed decision. But, you know, this is how you spot ex-hoes. This is how you spot current hoes. Um, Yeah, that's that, you know. Thank me later. You dig what I'm saying? And again, I put this out 
because I get tired of people taking my paid shit and putting it out for free like it's theirs. Don't give me credit for it or nothing. Just punk shit, but it is what it is. You know, I guess that comes with being great and being a thought leader and being and being a the real the real deal. That comes with that. So I and I guess I got to take that on the chin. But I also needed to God to give you this game because you guys need that. Because y'all need to stop asking women their fucking body counts. But this is how you tell. Um, but anyway, fellas, that's been that. Get on the wait list right now. Seduction Mastery at theseductionmastery.com. Theseductionmastery.com. Get on the wait list right now. May 15th through May 19th. It's going down. Catch me on all social media platforms. King Dreism, K-I-N-G-D-R-E-I-S-M. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And if you want to catch the, the podcast, I'm on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple at the Captain Saver Bro Show. I will see you guys next week. We back. We here. Again, last week I had an emer- emergency with my son. I was in the hospital. We back. He home. He healing now. Had his surgery. We back to the game. Let's get it. DM me suggestions or things you want me to talk about. Write them in the comments. Write them on. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, write it in the comments. Write it in the review section. Whatever you need, I got you. Let's get it. Playerism is the antidote to feminism. Seduction Mastery coming soon, May 15th. I'm gone. If you want to seduce any woman from any background, from any country, and you want her all to yourself while she ignores and pushes away all other guys, then there's one big problem that you must solve. Boredom. Men like you are boring women to death and the evidence is everywhere you can see. You hear women say shit like, I don't like good guys because they're boring. I don't like nice guys. Nice guys are so boring. Toxic men are more fun and exciting. And so women will sleep with and be with the man who will stimulate them out of this boredom. Most men try to solve this problem by flexing their money, their status, their power, and their looks. They'll take on adventures to different countries, nice restaurants, buy gifts, buy jewelry, set her up in a great home that she loves, or even sacrifice his own happiness, hoping to live up to what society says that a woman needs. But if you wait long enough, just wait, wait long enough, and they all fail, all of them, because the truth is money, status, and looks can only solve boredom. For a short time, what men really need is something that will fix their boredom, fix a woman's boredom forever without having to overspend on crazy dates, lavish gifts or a one percent lifestyle. When you can create excitement at will without acting like a clown or being someone you're not, you'll be the only one that can give her what she needs and desires emotional stimulation. And that's what my long-awaited system will do for you. It solves the boredom problem for good so you can get her feminine and sexual best every single time, guaranteed. This new step-by-step seduction system with 15 female archetypes and fingerprint-specific seduction styles transform you into the only man she wants and desires. Even if you're average, even if you're not high value, or even if you're new and just learning what we call the game. It's a big claim, I know, but one I'm confident I can deliver on. 
So if you trust in my work and you want this skill to seduce any woman so she's completely wrapped around your finger and ignores all other men, then go to SeductionMastery.com and get on the wait list right now or click the link in the bio. Remember, you're one skill away from getting everything you want out of women.